You'd only listen to me, Joe. I know, Matthew. I'd put in a chamber of horrors. Murder, torture, execution, scare the living daylights out of people. I don't care for that kind of thing. Welcome back to the Macabre Sword. I'm Tony Garcia. I'm Taylor Hopkins. And now, this week we're watching The House of Wax, the last of our Vincent Price films for Vincent Price Month. It's yeah, May. it's a bittersweet moment. <laughs> we'll probably do it next May, too. Yeah, probably. Because there's like 60 films. Oh, yeah. There's a lot to cover by Vincent Price. Probably not 60, but there were. There was enough. There was enough. To have several months. Sounded like water was coming up from the floor. I was like, what the fuck? But anyways, uh, I really like this film. Starts off with like uh, Vincent Price being a an artist with a house of wax models when he's alone, but his partner wants... What's his name? I forgot. We had his name? God, this film. Yeah, I know. I didn't catch it while watching it. I legit watched every second of it. Oh, yeah. It was that good. But um, his partner wants, um, doesn't feel like he'll get his money back on it. Oh, was it? Was it the investor or the actual partner? Oh, was it? I'm actually It was like an investor type dude. So what happened to that dude that was Henry his friend? Jared. Who was his friend that stopped? Um, Did he just stay up in, st- up in the upstairs shit, and hurt? No, no, oh, no. I can't remember that part now. He didn't have a friend. No, I mean at the beginning when the three dudes, when the one dude walked when, in, yeah, he they went were... upstairs, and then the the two, the investor, and then the other guy came in. Like whatever happened to the dude that went upstairs? Oh, I thought that his friend was the one walking around with them. That's what I'm confused. Because there were two people at the door. He was modeling and told his friends like, "Oh, wait upstairs until you get the word." And then the whole fight broke out with fucking money and shit. And then he fucking fired. That's what I. Remember. Yeah. Well, I, I know, I, I forgot what his friend did, but I know the investor, like his original investor, um, had, a bunch, had a bunch of insurance taken out on everything, so his plan was to burn everything down. And he, like, just started doing it, like, yeah, right in front of so his crazy. face. Like, you see, we I just started like this. I was like, dude, you got balls. And the fucking left and right's price gave were so fucking nice. Oh, yeah. My God, I was like, price can punch. Holy, even if it's fake, it looks fucking real as that, shit. Like, took a, no, that took a lot of balls for oh them to like stage God. a fight scene. And that was like, I don't think Vincent Price had a stun actor. I didn't look this up, but like, I. It didn't look like it. Yeah. That's why I was surprised. And was those like, two were like brawling around like actual fire going out. I was like, holy yeah, that's fuck, that was a lot of balls to do. Fire. I was like, and then Vincent Price just sits there and waits and then chooses to run out the door and then the thing collapses. I was like. Dude, oh, yeah. if you would have been a second late in actual production, you'd probably be dead. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn. And you could see all the sweat drips or droplets on his face from the fire. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude. I was like, I want to be Vincent Price now, but I'm like four inches short. <laughs> it it made me tall. sad. But then... um, oh, That was wicked. That, that was a good opening scene. That was very... That got your adrenaline running for the rest, oh, and it's God. and it's good. Because, like I like that when people like have a good opening scene. Like you need an opening scene. Like oh oh oh. The attention getter is like yeah. right there. Like that's what I liked about this. It was like, like that's what I think. Red, the Mask of Red Death did kind of wrong for me. 
Yeah, like, that the attention it took me a while for to get into the film because the the attention getter just felt kind of. It had them burning down a village, but it wasn't really that intense because they like yeah. cut away from it after they like, started the fire and they went straight to like her bathing. I was like, oh, um, okay, I thought that was gonna be a serious moment, but yeah. I guess not. But like with this one, um, like they had a whole scene of him like barely escaping a burning museum of all of his like his life work. Yeah. And then like what he does next is it basically survives and then he goes after revenge. Mm-hmm. He finds his he find like so like before he, the place burns down he's trying to convince like a an art critic who's also like loaded to invest in his work and to start their own like house of wax together. Yeah. And then he refines him after everything burns down. It's like you know what we'll, we'll let's do it. Like I I have I have students and stuff they can sculpt for me. Like he the dude becomes paralyzed basically or as he says paralyzed. Yeah. But then who but, knows the audience member that he's killing. I didn't know it was him at first. Oh, really? I thought it was someone. I oh, thought shit, it, okay. I, I thought it was Igor, dude. Oh, okay. I was like, right when I saw him creeping out of the fucking thing, I'm like, you're too fucking tall, dude. Like, how is he sitting in the fucking chair and not seeing you creeping out from behind that fucking couch right now? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I was laughing so hard in my mind. I was like, what the fuck? And he just shuts off the light with like nothing, no one's that, watching and then goes at him. And that makeup was really uh, good too. It, it was. Like better than like, oh shit. Um, what's one, what's one more movie that like, like actually pissed me off because of the makeup? The Fan of the Opera, the musical oh, one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be like deranged, like, like scarred and everything and like disfigured. The dude looks like he has, he had an allergic reaction to selfish or some shit and he's like, that's not, that's not scary. That's not, yeah. No one would become like a social recluse because of that. Like, fucking Lon Chaney Senior had a reason to like go into, go into hiding with his mug, but not this dude. I had nightmares with that. (laughs) But this dude, but like that, that was really good for that. For even for its time, that was amazing makeup effects. Oh, dude, the other makeup effect was when uh, how they got him to wear, like. I don't even know how they fucking did it, but it looked really fucking cool. Where it was Vincent Price's real face talking, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden someone grabs his face and it breaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it's the fucking hideous face underneath again. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah. that was so badass. So what happens is that um, he inv- he invests with his friend and they start up a house of wax. Yep. And like I like that they had an inter- intermission scene. That was cool. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it, re- it reminded me of like the whole... like previous uh, of how like they used to run the movie theaters yep. but like and then like everyone's like really surprised like oh wow this this joan of arc is really realistic yeah. and like this girl who's attending um sees the joan of arc is like that looks like my friend whose body was stolen from a morgue and then she realizes that like that she has like a lot of suspicions and stuff that her body was stolen because the ears are pierced like the, the same way and everything and then even um and they even see like a model of someone who was recently committed suicide in an elevator, but it was actually fucking the dude Vincent Price killed. Yeah. And he was straight it was straight up the same body in the house. Like, oh that's fucking cool. I, I was amazed by all that. I was like, I'm pissed that there's a remix that didn't have any of that story in it. I know. Like I was mad too. It was it kind of just showed a city of it, you know? Yeah. Like I was like Okay. 
Like if it was actually the old city that the original. What, it, place what, what was I expecting when I went into this film? Was that like it was a haunted ghost, like Night of the Museum type shit? Oh my! God. <laughs> I was like, I wonder. Like Taylor praises this movie, so I wonder like how they can pull that off. Oh, I would have been. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> so was, happy you didn't tell me that. I would have probably freaked out a little bit. I'm like, wait, what? I didn't want to tell you my expectations, god for it, so you wouldn't ruin it for me. But like the I'm fact- happy now that I totally fucking like wiped that away. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, here we go. Shit, that's good. I like that one. I never thought of that. It goes. But yeah, at first he like, at cool. first he just wants to like talk about the beauty of everything, beauty of these historic figures. Like yeah. his original museum, he had like a really good um, figure of Marion Ant- Antoinette. Yeah. And like Cleopatra. No, what was Cleopatra? What was cool about him is his investment with all his creations that he actually portrayed oh, yeah. them as his friends. Yeah. You know, like, that's how close he was to all his... Yeah, they, they portray him as a social recluse. Yeah. Who's, like, who's charming and, like, everything, but he's just so invested in his work. That's why he's so reclusive. It's not, like, he's just, like, hates the world or anything. It's just that he loves his work so much that he just, like, purposely, reclu- um, purposely, like, shuts him out. Not, like, he doesn't shut himself off from the world, but he just, that that's how things have to be so he can be involved with his art. Yeah. And I like that. I like that portrayal of an artist that... It's not someone who just hates the world. It's yeah. that he like legitimately likes the people and the world around him. Like he, he that's the reason why he likes working with wet figures because he can make beautiful historical figures and like connect with them. But like he's just really super invested, and that's why he's kind of a recluse. Yeah, and I feel like I really like that portrayal of an artist. I feel like so many, too many people like go, "Oh, he's a writer and he just hates everybody." So that's why he's always in his room writing. It's like no. Like some of us, like in, introverted people, actually like people. It's just that we have hobbies that, um, kind of, kind of force us to be um, away from people in order to do it. Very interesting. And I like that portrayal because it, he was a very charming man. Even when he got burnt, even when, even when he became a killer, he was still very charming. Dude. That's the thing about Vincent Price. All of his roles are super charming. Oh my god. His I would have melted in his fucking hands. I liked his beard. You could have teaspooned me up in a little Stop. ball of butter and put me on him and I would have melted. <laughs> That's how fucking charming he is. Oh my god. I could be the grease in his hair. That's what I could be. God, dude. I bet he takes fucking like petroleum and turns it into fucking oil for his hair. That's how fucking smooth he is. But I'm the. Done. I'm done. Can't get on that. But it's I also like because it, it also works as a mystery noir. It has two fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It has two fast talking detectives. Dude, <laughs> I hated them so much when they handed <laughs> the fucking booze to the guy. I was like, you guys are fucked up, man. Oh yeah, when really they're like, fucking playing with his addiction yeah. right now, and then they just leave the full bottle in front of him. I'm like, you motherfuckers, and then just walk right out, and he's just guzzling. I'm like, you, god damn, man. Yeah, like uh, one of like so Vincent Price has apprentices that he says model things for him, and apparently like aren't aren't they all like past criminals except for um that one girl's boyfriend? Oh, them two that came in were like they didn't even know Price before. Yeah, like he had his own wax museum down the street, but then once Price saw his hands and stuff, was like, yeah, come into my shop and do some stuff. No, like, the the one alcoholic dude, he was one of Bryce's apprentice, and he was a criminal beforehand. Yeah, both of them were, the mute and him. Yeah, and that's why, that's why Price, 
character employs well, I thought you were talking about the girlfriend and stuff. No, no, but That's like, no, the girlfriend's boyfriend, he was introduced through the House of Wax to Price's character yeah. and then agreed to become uh, an apprentice after seeing his work. Oh, I just thought he wanted to come in and help him with a few things. I'm pretty sure he wanted to be apprentice too. I was going to say, like, like, I'm going to work here. He had his own uh, He's like, darling, I'm going right? to work here. He had his own House of Wax down the street. Really? Yeah. Pretty so, sure he said, pretty sure he was talking about working there. Uh, he said that he had his own house of wax down the street from Vincent Price's because Vincent Price opened his up right down the street from his. Yeah, but I remember when like when it was opening and that there was that ping pong guy, ping pong guy. Dude, you know what's cool about him? Cool. Was he did the audience capture where he started looking at the screen and hitting towards the camera? Oh, really? Yeah, he was talking to the audience at that point, oh, nice. like the people in the theater. That's, that's awesome. what that's what cool about these films is like. Oh yeah, there was a the lot first, of audience like, interaction. Yeah, like I was like, damn. I did not see that the first time. Fuck. But no, that dude, that dude straight up says like, it's like, whoa, honey, we can come down here anytime I, anytime you want because I'm going to work here. Weird. I remember him saying that. Then he, like, uh, then like his girlfriend gets invited to be the newer model of Marion Ant- Antoinette. And then like she's through her own sleuthing ways. She finds out what Price is really up to. She's done it. That's all I know. I, like, I liked her. She had balls. Like straight up confronted him like mm. I really wanted to I see her melt in wax just to see what it was like. <laughs> I know that's bad to say, but I really I don't wanted feel to like see what it would look like. That would have been so cool. I sometimes feel like they don't do like certain killing scenes because I don't believe they can pull it off. That's our phone. <laughs> you just slowly. I never close the answer door. it because it's always yeah. some dude that wants to talk to like a chick and I'm like, I'll be that chick. I'll be that you know? chick for you. Like, I do that. I'm like, I'll be your chick. <laughs> you know? <laughs> then I start singing Barry White. But sometimes I feel like some of the deaths in these movies can't really happen because I don't think nobody knows how. Plus, I feel like um, in that culture at that time, it wouldn't be accepted if any of the main characters so time. Badass, though. I was so excited for that wax to drop. I was like, God damn it, just miss it. You know? Because all the cops were fucking stalling last second. They were. I was like, Dude! You're two inches from the fucking... Just pull her right now, you know? But he had to wait until fucking got to the nozzle edge. And then I was like, you're a dumb bitch. Not the chick, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was when, a dumb bitch. Okay, so, like, what happens in the end is that boyfriend finds the house of wax, like, going to look for his girlfriend. And, like, he fights at the mute. And there's a scene where he throws he a mace. huge, dude. Yeah, there's a scene where he throws the mace at the mute. And it's like, whoa. Like, he seriously threw that. Like, you, you saw the dude, like, dodge it. Yeah, in scene, the like, mute was just trying to show him where they were. No, he yeah. wasn't. Yeah, he was. He tried pointing to the direction of where they were because he felt bad at that point. Dude, he tried to decapitate, dude. No, before that though, oh. like right before he threw the maze, he tried pointing in the direction. Yeah, he threw to the where maze because they were fighting, was. though. No, that was before. Like when, no, he threw yeah, the maze at when, when they were fighting. He got freaked out and shit, and then fucking the mute tried pointing, and then the mace came over his head, and that's when the mute got all pissed off and fucking went at him. No, the mute like pull up this fucking scene. No, I'm really mad right now because I know that that's what happened. The mute pile drives him into a into a like a suit of armor. Yeah, I saw that later. And then he picked up the mace and threw it at him. Nah, dude. Yeah, I don't think that happened. <laughs> that did. It did not. Did it? <laughs> yeah. I specifically remember the fucking mute Do you pointing want me to towards pause? Okay, I'm gonna pause. Nah, this. don't pause it. Keep it on because we need to see this. This is one of the moments where I'm probably wrong, but I really don't think I am. 
because I know that the mute tried pointing in the direction oh of the God. fucking cellar or what the fuck's it called? It's not a cellar. There's another word for it. It's like a dungeon studio. Downstairs dungeon. studio. God damn it! I really believe that's what happened. No. No, he didn't. Yeah, it fucking did. I'm not even gonna believe this movie right now. I'm so pissed. It was like right here that it happened. Oh Jesus! Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. This is the first live shit where we've got an argument over this. This is like, this is for oh, real right now. right now. Keep going. You gotta go right when the fucking mute's standing in the doorway. And the dude comes in. Oh, there he is. Okay. 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 We are in the moment. He's walking. What? <laughs> he is walking. Now he's slight he's, jogging. He's slight jogging. See, there's the, now there's he goes the suit of armor on the side. He's trying to get in. He's yelling. Maybe I did misinterpret. Maybe. Let's see. <laughs> I feel like he pointed. Nah, see, he tries to block the door. He's like, yeah, but what's the dude there? saying? I know that the fucking muted dude. See? No, he Wait. throws him into the armor. He didn't even throw him. He punched him. That's a different story. Oh, okay. He's trying to say leave. Got it. He's trying to be oh. nice, but then he throws the shit. The aggressor is the fucking young punk <laughs> no, that had the girlfriend. Not. Yeah, he's the aggressor, dude. He fucking threw a maze. Because he got thrown into a piece of armor. Yeah, I pushed you. No, he punched him because he wouldn't get out of his way. How's a mute supposed to say anything to another person that doesn't know how to speak sign language? Physical action, dude. By throwing you gotta him wait for that armor. shit. No. Yeah. Once I get up and see that he, oh, he just wants me to leave. I leave. There you go. Not when I hear my girlfriend yelling. I don't even think they were actually dating in the movie. They were. No, they weren't. They were. No, they oh weren't. My God. Go back to that scene. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> yes. No, they weren't. Dating. So I really don't believe they, they were dating. dating. No, they weren't. He calls her honey. He calls her babe. Dude, that was just a fucking thing back in the sixties. Oh I'm in fifties. They were seriously dating. That's what fucking. Did you watch this? The film? T-Birds did to the fucking pink ladies. Stop. Did hey, you babe, watch? What's up? Did you watch you know, this Christ film? did that. Don't yeah, I did. This film. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but. I was really tired when I watched though. It was early <laughs> in the morning. But no, when he threw it at him, like, it wasn't who straight up fucking caught that. He didn't he straight oh, up dodged he it. Didn't see the punch? It was a punch. No, but what I'm saying. He had a good haymaker, bro. Is that. Good haymaker. They actually went for that kind of shit that back then. Like, he straight up threw shit at him. They took the. I kind of missed that. Like, that's why I liked Mad Max um, Fury Road. Because so many of those um, special effects are straight up. We're straight up uh, practical, like just pure physical work without like any, without a lot of um, wires and shit like that to protect them. Yes. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. Mad Max for your road? Yeah. I feel like, I'm pretty sure I watched it with you. I only watched half. I didn't finish it. Went to bed. Watching it. Work. We're watching it. No. God damn it. I can't rewatch the beginning again. I hate doing that. Stop. My body just is like, nah, dude, you've already seen this. Don't waste life on that. <laughs> I know, I'm weird. Sorry. Sorry. But um, then cops come because they figured out what's going on. The alcoholic spills the beans on them. I was pissed at that. If you're devoted to a fucking killer, don't fucking rat him out because you're going to be doing time. You know? Take it. Just do this time with him. They had nothing on him. 
on the on the alcoholic. Yeah, they could have got. True. They could have killed. They couldn't have done anything. The fucking Damn. dude and the chick and got away with it and made more house wax museums and made a nice killing, both financially and in reality. You know, like actually killing people, you know, shiving them like in the, alleyways, taking them back, yeah. melting them. Which oh, that'd be so badass. I like when they took out the wig on the blonde chick, like she was there. Oh yeah. Like holy shit, that's her. That's her. You know, I was like, damn, your boy got him. You know, when it was all she wrote. That was sad. What was sad? She was encased in that. Even though she was dead, I was still sad about that. I was like, oh, yeah. Dead body and fucking melted wax over her. That is not hot at all. You know? Of course, that's fucking like painful. Dude, I did not realize how skinny she was until she fucking pulled it and then turned. I was like, oh yeah. Fuck, I was like, you didn't damn. look that skinny sitting down. I was so scared. Fuck, that scared me. Of course, like, that's like painful oh, if that's damn. what they do. Oh, I don't need that much breath. Yeah, because you're breathing through your chest, which is wrong. I thought they chose to make like the main. I guess she wasn't the hero, but like the most enthusiastic hero of them all to stumble upon like who the real killer was. Was the girl? Yeah. I wonder if that's where th- this all started. With the whole, like, female antagonist type thing. Female protagonist thing started. Did it start, like, in the 50s? You'd have to watch a lot of films to figure that out. Yeah. Which I... But this is, like, the do. early... This is the earliest film that I've seen it in so, yeah, so, so far. Yeah, The 50s, whereas... I'm pretty sure they were earlier, maybe. It could be. Because the only... Might be. The only film earlier than this was... House of... Citizen what, Kane. No. Wait, are you talking about movies watched. in general or just horror? Horror. Oh, okay, got you. Of having a female, yeah. like it's it's only really in horror films where the where a woman is consistently the protagonist. The horror yeah, genre, especially in the slasher genre. Oh, okay. The House on Haunted Hill really didn't have. A oh, God, I never thought of that. That's really positive towards women. Holy fuck, horror did something right. <laughs> Good job, I commend you. But no, um, House on Haunted Hill didn't have. Was she really? No, she just kind of screamed a lot. What? House on Haunted Hill. Wait, that was wait, earlier. Chick, the 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 chick who gets no, that was later, I guess. Yeah. I was gonna say I, was, I thought that was later. That's weird because House on Haunted Hill is black and white, and this one's color. No, this one they added the color in later. Oh really? Yeah, it's one of the films where they went back in and recolored it. Oh cool. Yeah. Otherwise, it did start black and white. I'm kind of happy seeing it not in black and white though. Oh yeah. I feel like it worked way better. Yeah, especially like with the with a film that like emphasizes on arts and colors of yeah. like character models, it definitely worked to its advantage of having color. Like literally, I was thinking like I'm like, dude, I thought color didn't happen until like mid '60s. Oh yeah. And then fucking, I saw that this was black and white before. Like when you go to images, it just shows all black and white. So I was like, mm. damn, dude, that's cool. But. I really like that they chose her to make her that because she was the only one who had like the emotional um, emotional drive to find out for sure about everything because she lost a friend and she, and her friend was distraught beforehand about it and so that's what like she saw and um, was that the same chick that was running towards the door trying to get away from them at the beginning? Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Fuck, that makes so much more sense to me now. Mm-hmm. I didn't put them two together until now. Damn, I feel stupid on that. I was eating a sandwich, too, so that's probably why. 
And it's like also like one of the few films where like the antagonist is also like sympathetic. Like it's probably one of the earliest films I saw that. Like he's only he's only a bad guy because the world made him that way. Basically, what was his name again? Um, Harry Jared. Okay, Henry Jared. Oh, that's a weird name. That is a really weird name. I like that. Yeah, Harry Jared. Okay. Harry Jared, Jared. he doesn't have any hair left after he gets burnt. Oh, yeah. But no, that effect where, like, um, okay, so, like, she's fighting with him, basically. Yeah. And he's pulling on her face, uh, on his face, and all of a sudden his face just falls away. Yeah. And it's a really creepy, disfigured face. That made me happy. Oh, yeah, that was cool. I was like, whoa. He's taking out going up the steps. I was like, fuck, them haymakers came back. I was like, shit, dude. Like, that's where I was, like, really invested in like yo they pulled this yeah. off really well at, i didn't know he could be like, such a physical actor yeah i was like damn dude like out there i don't know if you heard me yelling i was like get some you know like i was that fucking happy i thought it was because you were playing fucking far, far no far i was right. watching the movie i was so fucking happy when i saw vincent bryce punching i was like this is so out of fucking vincent price yeah. like i'm not used to seeing vincent bryce doing this usually i'm like even if he's in an evil character role he's usually just really soft you know like really passive mm-hmm. until the time comes that he needs to kill a fucker. But that was, oh my God. It made me so happy. This was in his 40s though, so. He had a lot of time perfecting that swing. <laughs> That's what it is. You're right, probably. I like his beard. You know, I'm going to do research on Vincent Price now. Just because of this. This made me so happy. Like, I was so happy with this film. Oh my God. I hadn't seen it in forever. Makes me happy now. I'm happy we ended the month with this. Oh yeah, definitely. Like this is oh my god. And I just the thing, I almost said the bat. I was gonna have us do the bat or madhouse in exchange for one of the two. I also like how um his art style changed. Like the oh, the character's yes. art changed. Like his original one was like about the beauty of the world and everything. Then he switched it up to like what what kind of torture method? Like here's a Mac wax model of torture methods going on like in the in the 16th century and shit. Here's the first guy to ever have been uh, executed through with an electric chair. That's cool. that, it was like damn, that's dark though. That was sweet though. The visual project productions on this was really well. Like, nice. Wasn't it called like House of Wax and underneath House of Horrors? Not on the actual film oh. name, like on the uh, building outside. I think that's what it said. And the hype man trying Don't to get know. everyone in was. I think that's what he called it. I like that. I like that. I like how they also like imbued some comedy into it. Yeah, that was cool. Like the girls who kept fainting at everything. Like, come on, not Teresa. Dude, the one scene where the chick's like, I bet if I took a, if I wore her clothes, I'd be able to belly dance. You know, the, the yeah. friends are like, don't do that out here. You're going to get us in trouble. I'm like, damn, dude, she's just trying to be a little risky. You know, like, that's cool. I was, like, really I was weird. excited about that. Like, that wax belly dancer. Yeah, that, I'm like, how did that the wax keep really moving cool. like that? Yeah. I was like, damn. What if I kept the heated or I wonder if that was a real fucking person, though. I don't like, think with so. a mask face. I like that, that I, I like that they put, like, a little bit of comedy into it, to lighten up the mood a little bit. Because then when it went back down into it, it was like, damn, it's dark again. Yeah, it did. It's like it emphasized the darkness of the movie then. Yes. Which I really liked. I feel like it kind of like I I like that they still do that like with action movies like um with the Marvel superhero movies because there's always a little gag here and there 
that always has um like a weird like punchline a weird a weird little conversation going on in the background yeah. a bit yeah, it's usually like anything I like it. from an anime is bull run Ant-Man was like very much he's so fucking funny oh my god couldn't stop laughing during that but in Civil War they had a lot of that yeah like when Captain America and um, Sharon Carter were making out and then it turns away and it shows Bucky and the Falcon just like yeah what's up dude they're like smiling and smirking at him like good job dude while they were all talking about how they're about to be killed and shit yeah putting comedy in horror movies I'm totally for yeah cause then they, if it's not overly saturated with the oh, yeah, yeah. film like it's gonna be there's a certain time that I think that she'll just feel that it'll need to come in Mm-hmm. Like, it was good that it played right after the intermission, you know? Because I'm pretty sure that the intermission was probably, like, a 15-minute break back then where people went to concessions, got their stuff, and had to come back to a serious tone. I feel like more but they lit it up with happiness a little bit. The last one I was in was fucking Lord of the Rings Return of the King. That was the last one. They had an intermission? Yeah. And Mommy did it. That'd be nice. Yeah. So we got up and fucking did our shit there. But, you know, the reason why that worked so well in this film is because it was during... um when he was explaining all of his wax models to the audience. Yeah. And while it built his character, it would also been like a very boring scene. But then you had these girls who would overreact and just be flustered by all like the imagery that it kind of picked it back up. I was like, Oh yeah. Cause at that point, the movie would just be like, have a really somber tone, which would really work against it. And that's why I like when comedy is imbued into horror movies at moments where no, where a story is going on, but not scares. Because it gives it more flavor. Yeah. It stops the audience from being bored. It stops the audience from disconnecting. While still explaining maybe things mm-hmm. you need to know to follow. Yes. Because... Um, House of Wax isn't a very serious horror film. Like The Witch was. It's it's good. It's just as good, in my opinion. But it's a different tone. Yeah. And a movie like The Witch would have been brought down with like little comedy sections here and there. Oh, for sure. Especially when but that's because the tone yeah. demanded seriousness. Demanded that you be entrenched with their... In- I think with the witch, I think it's the one thing that drove audience audiences away. Oh yeah, is it's not the normal mm-hmm. horror film, you know? Yeah, like it, you really had to be invested to like that culture, or not the culture, but yeah, the culture. Basically, like being able to deal with history again, almost. I feel if it, it wouldn't have been as good if you didn't, um, if there was comedy, because you had to be, you had to feel the same emotions as. Just as like being t- worn out, tired, and just depraved as the characters, or else you wouldn't have gotten their stakes. Yeah, not gonna lie, during the dialogue scenes of that movie, like in the theater, I was like, fuck, this is kind of dragging on, you know? But I liked it. Once I saw the end product altogether, I was like, I 
dialogue scenes. Like, I was still tense during dialogue scenes because all the dialogue scenes happened. You, they were still very vulnerable to attacks. Like mine was more so when she was like just fucking around in the meadow and like trying to play pranks on her sister and stuff. And then see, then I still felt like I still felt nervous because they were still out in the open, like for witch attack. I really didn't think that the witch was gonna attack at that point just because I saw that it already did attack. No, I feel like there was an opportunity for something to go. Yeah, like I understand all that. something needed to happen was for someone to like go out into the woods a little further, and then all of a sudden, like yeah. there, we'd be scared again. We, yeah. so that tenseness was always there. But like with this film, you it was it would be really hard, and like really take you out of the moment, if like someone went like off screen for a bit. I mean, off where everything was happening and got killed because it's like that's yeah, people. It's a crowded museum. People would see that like. It wouldn't work with the film. And that's like the dialogue. When there was dialogue in this film, it was wasn't tense but necessary for the film to work. But if you didn't imbue some kind of like emotion into it, rather than exposition or story, then it would have lost its meaning. And that's why it worked. And that's why it wouldn't have worked in the witch because it was still tense because they were still in an. In a situation where something could have gone wrong very easily. And that's why it works for me. Yeah. I can see that. And that's why this film, like, with comedy, like, people, comedy and horror, like, are two very different emotions, but they work in establishing an, in an entertainment media. Yeah. And, like, horror, you either, like, it's good to be, want to be scared, by horror but if that's all you're going for and not like keeping up the intensity of it then you're going to lose the audience quickly and the only way you can combat that during a moment of staleness is comedy what yeah I zoned out I'm sorry <laughs> I really did but uh, that's why I like that scene like I feel like a lot of people would be down on that scene like oh well it's a horror movie why are these girls like Falling over. Why is that dude fucking playing with ping balls? That's so stupid. Like, this is supposed to be like a horror film. But I don't. If it was stupid and didn't see the next scene where Vincent Price explains why the guy's out there, then yeah, you're fucking idiot. Definitely just think he's an idiot. Yeah. I still feel like it was too coincidental. Wait, actually, no. I kind of like that. That, like, the main hero happened to be the happened to be turn out to be a model for his Mary and Antoinette because it also gave him more drive to like be invested in her as well as she was invested in him so it wouldn't just straight up kill her he'd have reason to like keep her alive it's like oh you're gonna be my model for my Mary Antoinette what do you mean oh <laughs> god damn it I don't even know what Marie Antoinette did she was the chick who got beheaded because um, she threw extravagant parties in her palace while the peasants starved. So the French government, so the French people were uh, like overthrew her and was like, you know what? Fucking for all your gluttony, we're going to kill you because we're all starving and shit. God, people fucking dress up as her think she's cool. Fuck that chick. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I remember people would romanticize about well, her in school. There's also like some things about like how she. There's also some some things about like how she was. I don't know. She was basically punished for bearing a, living a very 
for like indulging in the aristocratic lifestyle, even though she should have obligations to the people. I don't know why people hit her up. I just, I just think they're dumb. Like, like, he's, like he's she was also always credited with the let them eat cake. The what? The let them eat cake line, because it was it was rumored that um. She got worried of peasants starving and everything, and she's like, "Well, if they don't have bread, then let them eat cake," like joking about it. But like people are like, "Oh, she never really." So I would have shot her with whatever. <laughs> yeah. Not even. But kidding. like I, most historians say that she didn't really say that. Oh my god, that's fucking cruel. Yeah. Whoever has a tattoo of her can go to hell. I don't get why people are so. Um, I always thought that she was a her. chick that did something against like the patriarchy in some ways. You know, that's why I was like. Okay. I don't know. You know. Like this is a misconception. I don't know how much about her. All I know is that. All I know is that that like she was That's she was executed TV. because Children? yeah, Fuck she was executed that. because people were starving. Children. And she dude. indulged in like the party Fuck life. God. Just imagine how many kids died because of her <laughs> fucking ass. But like she was also very beautiful. That's oh, also like why I don't even give a fuck. Beauty does not escape you from being a fucking asshole. If you're an asshole, you're gone, dude. You're like a You'd like a dust bunny underneath the fucking doormat, man. Get put in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that pisses me off now. This prote- I'm ha- I'm I didn't know the I ge- think that chick should have took offense when Vincent Price said that now. Fuck. Like Mar- Marianne. Yeah. Take offense <laughs> for that shit. I also didn't know oh. that the guillotine was named after someone. Bro, are you serious? Yeah. Shit, dude. I mean, I guess like now that I think Wasn't about it, like- that makes sense because like that's a really Contrived n- name for like Wasn't a big it from like Italy or France. I think it was from Italy. One of the two. I think it was from one of the two, yeah, or Spain. Because guillotine sounds very Italian. Yeah. Mar guillotine. Damn, I want guillotine to be my last name. This sounds badass, brothers, dude. Dude. Oh my god, that'd dude. be badass to have do that. guillotine like, as my last name's name. Taylor guillotine. This is Tony guillotine. We do you but yeah, now that I think about it, that, that makes sense. That makes much more like I don't see how someone could look at a big knife, head chopping thing and be like, "That's called a guillotine." We're gonna call that guillotine. Like, why? Yeah. Wait, why? <laughs> why? Because then they also called one of them uh, just the rope and the wire. That was also a guillotine too. Really? Handheld guillotine. Just pull up on the neck and fucking slice their head off. Oh really? Yeah, dude. But it was all arm work. That's why the Italians used it all the time. Dude, addition. That's. That's basically her kitchen knife. Oh, that's cool. You know, for, like wire ro- ro- wire rope, and it she uses it. The way she uses it is so fucked up. You're gonna you're gonna fucking cringe at this film. I feel like. No, I'm gonna be happy. I'm probably gonna laugh. I'm gonna. But, I okay, swear no, let's let's laugh. say that because this film I'm really interested in because it has a lot of conversations I want to get into, but um, I really like this film. Because <laughs> oh just the switch of what we came to, and you're just like, okay, swipe the hair back. I like my hair. I really like this film. It got all fucking serious. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm tired. Because uh, Vincent Price, very charming actor. His motives, I like because he's basically he v- indulges. Okay, well, so the message of it is like that. Um, so he's pressured a lot at first for not conforming to what other, um, wax houses were going for being horror waxes. He wanted to like bring 
vibrant colors and everything. And then he runs into financial troubles and everything. Then he switches around. After he realized, I can't, after he like gets his thing burnt down, like, you know what? People want me to make money. People want me to change. I'll change. I'll fucking become, I'll make money. I'll hurt people. I like this. And I, and I guess it has kind of like an objectivism. No, I'm not going to say that. Because Vincent Price was very much about compromise. He, his beginning character would compromise for people. Yeah. I feel like he could have made it a happy medium, though, if he would like If he wouldn't have hit his shit burned too. down. Yeah. If the other dude was like, yeah, we'll wait till he gets back from Egypt. Yeah, and if that dude went to fucking, like, you know, like, like this, and just went into it and actually listened to him, I'm pretty sure Price's character would have fucking God. Harry Jarrett. Because, like, it was weird because I was really... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Because I actually felt sad, I felt more sad for him than any other, anybody who died. And I guess it's because, like, they kind of illustrated the first dude who get hanged as, like, this very greedy dude. And the girl who died after him as a very greedy girl. But then he died, so I was kind of sad. But I guess the message overall was, like, you know, he killed people, so we're all monsters in a capitalist society. We're all forced to make money. I'm serious. Stop. Harry Jarrett. Oh shit, Neon Demon. But anyways. Where? In the ad. Anyways, you have anything else to say about this film? Yeah, go fucking watch it. <laughs> Sorry, that was really Why forceful. are you angry? I'm just kidding. No, just seriously, angry. go watch it. Like, this. I'm really it'll tired. become a favorite of yours. Like maybe not top five, but it'll be up there in the top twenty at least. I visually, I like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I was like after like a lot of these after, films I watched as a child. So coming back to them and rewatching them, yeah, you get more respect for them. You know, after this month of watching Vincent Price, because I didn't watch Vincent Price religiously ever. Like I saw him here and there, like bits and spots. I always wanted to be like it. Yeah, I, I, I never got told. I, I just knew he was like a big figure in horror movie. I knew he, I knew, I knew who of his gravity in the horror yeah. genre, everything. I just didn't like indulge in him a you lot. You know what would have always been awesome is if the technology of our days for superhero movies back then was now, or back or from now back then, CG. and he played Doctor Strange. What CGI Doctor. Price. Won't that be fucking Strange. cool? Him as Doctor Strange? That would be a good one. Son of a bitch. The voice, I think, would just fucking epitomize everything. Oh, my God. Vincent Price as Doctor Strange would be the best thing ever. Yeah. This I've always thought that. And I was like, damn, dude. Because it's, I don't know. The, what turned me on about him and to watching all his films was always his voice. You know, his voice was the most badass. Oh, yeah. Thing but one thing I learned about this entire month of watching Vincent Price movie, any role he plays, he's charming as hell. He's the most charming person ever. That makes me want to go read up like backstories, like what other people had to say about him. Because mm-hmm. I want to know if, it, like, on set he was like that, and then offset was he a fucking asshole like some people? You I know? hope so. I mean, I hope not. Yeah, me too. I like. I'd really like to believe that he all around was always a nice guy. Oh yeah. Plus, he's from Missouri. You know, so I want to see if any of that Missouri blood got in him. You know, chopping off. If you so. If you have anything else to say about this movie or any other movies you watch and you want to recommend any movies for the future, 
email at us. Email us at questions at prettypunk.net. <clears throat> Follow us on Twitter at Pretty Punk Network. Follow us our individual Twitter accounts. Mine's at SadArho. His is at Wolf of Valhalla. You can also like us on Facebook. Rate us on iTunes. That helps out a lot. Share us with friends, family, whoever wants to watch, because that also helps us out a lot. It made me think of like at Wolf of Holla. At Wolf of Holla. Yeah. Holla at your wolf. Holla. <laughs> holla holla. Oh, oh that was I'm good. so tired. <laughs> that was funny. But Yeah. I think that's it, right? Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's it, people. You know we love you. Always and forever. Oh my god, a pretty punk shirt that says we love you? Shit. We should. Shit, you know? Donate money to us if you want shirts. Yeah. Dude, we could make like fucking a few shirts for whoever wants them. If they like donate money, we could go get them fucking worked up. Yeah, we, that's what I meant. Son of a bitch, that'd be so cool. Oh my god, we could screen print them ourselves. Shit, dude. You know what? Qu- easy. Definitely email at us at questions at pretty punk if you, if you want to donate money to us at a Patreon because I can get one started. And there'll be rewards for patro- for patrons. Yeah, we'll make bonus episodes if we can find the time. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Only for patrons, only for yeah. you guys. And uh, oh, dude, I don't trust that though. Nah, I trust Trevor. All right, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>